Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey everybody, if you can hear my voice right now, you are listening to Stradio Lab, the only podcast about what is this podcast about? Thank you so much for asking. I knew you were not gonna stick that landing and I was here ready to spot you. <laughs> Every time I try to start off this show, I say, Baby, don't think of anything, just talk and see what comes out. Mm. And then I get halfway through a sentence and suddenly my mouth gets dry, my mind gets empty, and the words don't come. And yet, George, my co-worker, is always there to support me. I actually wrote a song about your experience um, doing intros for this podcast, and it's called Lose Yourself. <laughs> his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Oh, there it is. Sam just vomited. <laughs> it is interesting that you vomit every time we start uh, recording an episode of this podcast. It just helps me talk better. Well, it's part of your process, and I think a lot of people don't respect that. But I've, from the beginning, it's one of the few things I do like about you is that you vomit after every time you... Uh, yeah, before and after. Before I, and after. Because it's, it's what I'm doing... I need like full mental clarity and uh, and also I need a full cleanse once I'm done. Well, yeah. I mean, the idea of trying to focus on anything while there are things inside of you, it's like a losing battle. It's a losing battle because I'm, I'm digesting and it's like when I'm digesting, that's all I'm doing, right? Right. You can't multitask. Yeah. So when I'm, when I'm focusing on this podcast, I'm throwing up beforehand so that I'm not digesting. Yeah. I mean, every time you read one of those things, it's like famous artists, like morning rituals, they all vomit. Yes. 
Yeah, and I realize this is getting into dangerous territory now, so we should stop. Wait, how so? Well, you're winking at me like I should know, and I really don't know. I just don't want to make light of eating disorders. Well, it's literally not an eating disorder. It's a part of my process. That's true. And when it's artistic, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when Lady Gaga had the vomit artist for swine? Oh, my God, yes. That was so stupid. Yeah, but you know what? I want that again. No, you. I mean, I know what you mean. Like, I want I'm like, it. I'm a huge supporter of like I, that era. I want vomit artists on stage with her again. But it was it was so like trying so hard, and it wasn't. Nobody was liking any element of it. It was just like grasping at straws for like anything interesting. Vomit artist while performing. Like, come on. I just forget that. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. Like she did that, and literally, it did not make an impact. Like two people tweeted about it. Like imagine. Well, now Trump. we're talking about it on an unreleased podcast six years later. So, <laughs> you tell me what made an impact and what didn't. <laughs> Clearly, she did she did something right. That's In true. fact, our guest tonight is a vomit artist. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. That was such a moment. That was. I mean, it was. Actually it really such was a non-moment. It, it's such a non-moment, <laughs> and that era was just her. Ver- just remember when she would kind of like dress as a mermaid. Yeah, she would go all out giving 100%, 110%, and then people would be like, uh-huh. Yeah. And it was, yeah. like, so sad. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is then what caused her to, like, for four years be like, well, now I don't do that. I know. I know. We fully failed her. We failed her. Yeah. Just, like, when she gets a vomit artist, like, retweet that. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's not that difficult. Like Just she paid, hit the retweet button. She paid for a vomit artist, like smash that RT. Do you think that vomit artist has like on her website like featured in the Lady Gaga YouTube video? <laughs> <laughs> she goes around to colleges giving speeches. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I absolutely She like, definitely has a TED talk. TEDx. TEDx, TEDx talks. I was the vomit artist on Lady Gaga's TEDx line. Santa Barbara. <laughs> I would say is where I envision her. Oh, my God. Well, that's the end of our segment where we discuss Lady Gaga's art pop era. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a recurring segment. That is a recurring segment. Have you been? Um, uh, really incredible. Just stunning um, to die for. Oh, you know what's... Mm, I was like, what? No, what? how have you been? Wow. <laughs> I just want to say, right before coming in here, I was like, should we prepare anything to say? Well, and, you're, and you were like, no, it's best when we don't have anything. Well, can I tell you something? What, yes, please do. What if you had said no? What if I had said yeah, no? Yeah, what if I was like, can I tell you something? And you were like, no. I should have done that. Imagine. <laughs> but here's what I was I was thinking. I was thinking back on our last podcast. Yes. And I kind of felt like you were like, how are you doing? And uh-huh. I was like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, me, so me, I me, should me, go me, first. Me, 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 me. And then I kind of like forgot even to ask you what oh, you were up yeah. to. Well, okay, so I did this thing recently, which I uh, had never done before, which is I had a trip planned, and I was just going to be somewhere for one night for comedy, and I uh, didn't, until the very last minute, book lodging, and so I went to hoteltonight.com, where you get, like, really discounted, nice hotels that are trying to, like, fill in rooms last minute, and so I stayed in, like, a much nicer hotel than I normally would for comedy. So this is a sponsored poster. Yeah, yeah, I have a discount code. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like there is nothing nicer than staying in a nice hotel. Oh, it's heaven. it is literally like, and in fact, I think, a lo- you know how you know when you make more and more money, you get more and more out of touch. That is kind of a common trope. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure I won't. 
Yeah, no, definitely you or and I are in no, the No, we're going to be good. It doesn't count. <laughs> if you're gay, that doesn't happen. <laughs> you can't get out of time. That's I why love, all rich gay people all are All rich gay people are so morally good. <laughs> have really good politics. Yes. All, all rich gay people. Across you, the board. Yeah, in fact, um, I just saw Sandra Bernhardt endorse Joe Biden. <laughs> And that's not a joke. I saw that too, and I, and like, I will call her. I was out like, "Damn, I actually didn't know podcast. you used to, like." There used to be so much money in show business. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah, not <laughs> like, anymore though. <laughs> like I was like, you can literally be famous from like twenty years ago, and you have enough money to still support like Joe Biden, like with like a like think you should tweet about how it. many how many times do I have to use Hotel Tonight while doing um, shows in? in the American Northeast in order for me to eventually support Joe Biden, do you think? <laughs> I'd say you'd have to do, like, five shows a night for, like, 17 years. Okay, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm sure... Okay. What level of money do you lose your mind? That's a really good question. I think that... Well, it also I think depends on whether you have a family or not. Because I think you like, can you can be rich, but if you have like kids you're supporting and kind of like it all forces you to stay slightly more grounded than if you're like you know, a billionaire living alone in a penthouse suite or something. Mm, that's what I want. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I would say I, I be def- like so I mean, alone in like a big tower. If you're a billionaire, you're definitely unhappy and it's toxic yeah i think the best you can hope for is like upper middle class living in uh suburbs that are really close to a major city so that you can like go to the theater whenever you want yeah every once in a while i feel like that is the sweet spot and then once you get towards one percent territory you're going to be unhappy and you're going to suddenly want to run for president i know i hate that's the worst part like to be a billionaire, like you have literally everything, and then you're like, "And I'm gonna run for president." It's like just go to the beach. Well, that that's how you know that their that their broken. brains are broken. Yeah, yeah. it's like, upsetting. It's just, and the thing is, you think it's not gonna be you, but when I become a billionaire, I bet you that's what I'll be like. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know for a fact that I am going to be chill, down to earth, sort of the first of my kind, sort of like an unexcentric billionaire. Yeah. Well, you'll be like, do you know Abigail Disney? Oh, sure, sure, sure. She's that lady who is an heiress to the Disney fortune that kind of like has cover stories where it's like her, but her hair is messed up. And then she's just kind of like, we need to tax people more. And then people are like, yes, queen. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be what you're like. Wow. What are you going to be like? Uh, Let's see. I feel like I will get really into fashion. Really? Yeah, but not like ex- not like crazy fashion. Just I will always be wearing like a simple suit that costs like one million dollars. I hate that stuff so much. Really? It drives me bonkers. I'm like, just make it cheaper. It's normal. It's a normal oh, suit. Oh, I love. I can. I don't know enough to be like well versed in it, but like, so sometimes I will. It'll be like fashion week or something, and then I'll just be like procrastinating on my computer, and I'll kind of like click through you know, runway, like the photos of runway shows, and I'll get really into it. <laughs> I mean, I like when the stuff is weird. I just don't like when it's oh, normal. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. But you can set, when you're wearing something expensive, you can, there's an aura about it. You can tell, like, when, imagine wearing, like, an extremely expensive, just, like, black suit, and then, like, 
you know, a turtleneck under it or something. <laughs> but they all cost like six hundred dollars each. Like the turtleneck is like a thousand dollars. You'll feel like a million. I mean, literally. <laughs> Go on. Well, I'm thinking about something, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. Okay, well, thanks for bringing it up then. <laughs> I'm I actually not allowed to talk about it, so stop asking. Now we'll have to kind of just, like, move on from that. Well, it's like, if I talked about it, like, it would be bad, so I can't talk about Is it. Is it about someone we know? Yeah. We literally cannot talk about it. We, unfortunately, we got in trouble before, and because we talked We've been sued after every single episode we have recorded, despite none of them being released yet. And that's the only thing stopping us from being really wealthy, is all the lawsuits, because we actually get paid a shit ton for this so podcast. So ha- there's this cycle where we start recording... As the episode is recording, our bank accounts, I mean, through the roof, we're making money from ads. We're making money from, uh, you know, the sponsor, you know, Patreon, like, Patreon, the clothes we're wearing. We shout out, you know, yeah, shout out, we shout, we shout, shout uh, out, ASOS. shout out to uh, right. ASOS. And then uh, we, you know, more and more and more money uh, kind of like throughout the hour and a half that we're recording. And then the episode ends. We're always so happy. We're, you know, thank the guests, whatever. And then we talk to our producer like clockwork every week. Upwards of twenty lawsuits. Yeah, and so then we take all the money we've earned, and then we, we use it to pay, pay off the lawyers, have everyone sign NDAs, <laughs> and then we come in next week and we do it all again. It's it's a roller coaster. It is, yeah. And I would, but I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weird. We may just be coworkers, but we're on the same page. Should we bring in our guest? I think that could be really fun. You know, my worst fear is that we are doing um, like WTF, the top of the show, where like everyone's like skip, 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 skip. Yeah. And I don't think we are because we're so funny and like literally who even I is. I could not even but... <laughs> fathom skipping any of this. <laughs> uh, let's bring in our guest. Okay. Because I can't say what I was about to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just bring in our guest. Well, I can't even say what I was about to say, so I have to. Yeah, but I'm ready. Okay. I guess I just won't say it then. <laughs> Open your ears. <laughs> oh, that's beef. Um, guys, give it up <laughs> for our guest, the incredible Ike Ufamadu. Good morning, uh, good afternoon. Good and morning, or good Ike. evening. I, depending on when this is being heard. Already, the inclusive language is so powerful. He could envision someone listening to this in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. He said, "I don't care what you're, where you're coming from, look, what your look, background is. That's none is. of my business. That is none of my business. As long as you support the podcast radio lab hosted <laughs> by George Severus and Sam Taggart, that is unreleased at this moment. Unreleased time. at this moment. So really, time. It's no, not it's not located within temporal." Um, within a temporal framework yet. If you're listening to this podcast right now at the moment of recording, I have to say how, because it's not released. It's barely even recorded. If you're listening to it in, say, a month and a half, now that would, that that would, would check be, out. I would be like, okay, you're normal. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. If you're listening to it now, you're really weird. What if, you, what if you're listening to it like five years from now when you heard about this podcast and then you were like, go through the backlogs i'm gonna like listen from the beginning can you imagine that everything we're saying is... is actually problematic then oh that would be so cool like people would be like people... <laughs> we're like oh whether it's evening it's like we don't say evening anymore evening's really fucked up <laughs> <laughs> i can envision that day yeah <laughs> ike what's your favorite time of day to listen to a podcast 
You know, I uh, must confess, I do not often listen to uh, podcasts. Really? It, the, what podcast do you not listen to the most? Uh, I probably don't listen to the most This American Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one of my top not listen to podcasts. Yes. Uh, I used to listen to it a lot. And then um, I don't know what happened. The well, at some changed. point, you're just like, I get it. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That's, a, that's the American life. <laughs> Yeah, it's like how many American lives can there be? Yeah, it's like I listened to like twenty stories. We're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like not everyone's like interested. You know, it's like okay, this person's a barista, but they also do drag. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, grow yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Anyway, yeah, no, no I also don't listen. That's a really good one to not listen to. That is, that's one of the top ones to not listen to. Is it still going? Yes. Uh, that's crazy, actually. And I think part of the reason I stopped listening to it is because sometimes there would be, like, a rerun, and I was like, what is this, an episode of Friends? I don't – like, it's a podcast. Just put more out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good point. Have I ever told you about how I met Ira Glass? No. Okay, this is actually kind of – Like, a... do you know the story? Um, I don't. I actually – I don't know the story. So and when I was – I am uh, <laughs> looking forward to hearing the story. Because Ira Glass says we were is the host of This American Life. Ike, you are currently auditioning to be the new host of This American Life. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I respect Ira too much. It's uh, his baby. I would never dream of uh, taking over This American Life. But you know, if you were offered, but if you were, if you were offered, on the table, I would. Uh, I would. You know, I. 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 I'd, I'd sleep on it. I'd pray on it. I'd uh, talk to my family. Yeah, <laughs> your priest. Yeah, <laughs> and I would. Uh, I would. I would. I would consider it. I would. Uh, I, I. Well, let me not say that I would consider it. Let me say that there's a potential for it to be either considered or not considered. Wow! Wow! That's incredible. Ike, is your priest your manager? Uh, my priest is. <laughs> or your agent. Uh, <laughs> actually, my. Priest is my manager, and my priestess is my agent. <laughs> that is so progressive. Yeah, thank that you. Is so cool. It's usually the other way around. Yeah, but thankfully things are changing in the entertainment industry. <laughs> hey, with God as my network, I'm yeah. so happy things are changing. 2020, it's got to, it's got to change. Now, Ike, you wait. Did you tell your Ira Glass story yet? Ah, uh, yeah. We so when I was in college, I took a class. I've heard of Ira Glass, but Ira Class. Ah, there we go. There we go. All right. Get ready for this. Cooking with gas. (laughs) So (laughs) I took a class called Your American Life, and it was an audio storytelling class where the final project was to create a a, essentially a essentially an episode of This American Life. I mean it was beef. It was like like, copyright infringement. Well you'll see. So it was (laughs) it was basically to create like a, a piece of radio like a you know 45 minute your sam is already on his phone <laughs> sorry i got two texts that's not me like i'm not on my phone i'm t- checking my texts <laughs> does that like i'm not <laughs> that doesn't count texting is actually not <laughs> i'm not on my phone i'm checking my text yeah okay cool <laughs> glad we got that cleared out so the um and so the but the guy that taught the class was very involved in like the podcasting world and at some point brought in Ira Glass and he literally gave us feedback on the rough cuts of our final project. So Ira Glass at one point gave me feedback on my own version of This American Life. Wow, this is like mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj judging the rap contest. It was on exactly the like that. <laughs> He's kind of my Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So what it, what were his notes? I, he He actually really liked what I had made. 
and uh, which leads and us was to like this very, moment it was now. Very, very kind and and a very ni- and I've heard from multiple people that have interacted with him. He is a very nice guy. Isn't that crazy? Boring. You'd think he was a huge asshole. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's my thing. Uh-huh. When celebrities are nice, it's like, what's the point? Like, be mean to me. That's your whole thing. Like, what I want is someone who's, like, really nice on screen, yeah. and then you meet them, and they're rancid. Well, I think that always is... I, actually, no. I guess Ira Glass would be an exception to this. But I think often people whose entire personality is that they're nice, Erlen, then are actually, <laughs> like, assholes in real life. And then people who are, like, really weird and kind of eccentric and seem like they're... Uh, you know, really uncomfortable and like not sociable are actually just very pure souls and just like don't know how to deal with fame. Yeah. Would you say that's accurate? I think that's accurate. Yeah. Ike, do you think that's accurate? Accuracy achieved. Yes. (laughs) Achievement unlocked. So Ike, I wanted to ask you, let's say you wake up tomorrow, you get the offer from This American Life, you talk to both your priest slash manager and priestess slash agent. They say go for it. A week later, you sign the paperwork, you're in the studio, and it is your first episode of This American Life that you are producing. What's the topic? The topic is the letters, uh, what's the call sign out there in Chicago? W-B-E-Z? <laughs> yeah. W-B-E-Z. Yeah, we'd, I'd come up with, uh, I'd come up with, uh, I'm sure there's a community out there of people who only use words that start with W, B, E, and Z. And uh, I would interview them and talk to them about why they live the way they live. And um, yeah, I mean, just, um, yeah, I think that's what the show would be about. Wow. It's pretty niche, but I think that's the direction that show needs to it go. It is the dir- yeah. They've done everything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the last uh, bastion that hasn't last, been explored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just think of all the sentences that involve words that start with W, B, E, and Z. Can I ask you just a very? <laughs> yeah, please ask this question. I am so confused. As to, like, is this? Are you referencing something? <laughs> are you referencing something, or did you just make up? WBEZ. No, that's the the network on in Chicago that it airs on. Like oh, WBEZ Chicago. Chicago. And so that's why you, life, Okay, but there's no but then everything else you made like the idea that there would be a community. That's, yeah, that's made the up. The idea, <laughs> well, you know, it could be made up. I haven't looked into it yet. <laughs> this is my impression of uh George watching a movie. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is this part real or is this fake? <laughs> wait, did this actually happen or is this fake? <laughs> no, I know that I know the community is fake, but I didn't know if there was a second reference I wasn't getting that there are that there's some art form where you only use certain letters or there are like some communities mm. that do that and then you were combining two things like the WBEZ and then and then something else that I wasn't getting but in fact I was getting everything all along and that's why I have to stop second guessing myself <laughs> I'm um, always I always uh, sounded better in my head I abandoned what I was about to say halfway through you know this podcast has a way about that <laughs> interestingly we have that effect on people I people do it all in, the some time some of our most talented friends come in people that that crush on stages and podcast across the nation regularly they come in here they forget how to speak totally bomb Totally eat totally, it. And not to yeah. say that that's what's happening now. No, but like you're histori- crushing. You're crushing I'm and it's <laughs> crushing. <laughs> but historically, it's like people will start talking and it'll be good. And then we will work our magic. And by the end, it's like, do they even know words? Yeah. It, we bring people to a lot of times a dark place. Dark. Mm. Um, Ike, I have to say, 
your voice is perfect for uh, this medium. Yeah, I was born on the radio. <laughs> and, uh, growing up there was, uh, uh, you know, it was tough times. It was the Depression. It was... Uh, yeah, what year was that? That was one of those years that, you know... Just, I know the ones uh, you're talking about. Yeah, just one of those years. I hate those years. Just... Yeah, but there are some good ones. There are some you yeah. know, exceptions that prove the rule, but yeah. all in all, not not great years. All in all, not bad. <laughs> not bad. Now, in Depression-era radio... <laughs> yeah. What was that like? Well, uh, from what I understand, uh, during the Great Depression in the United States yeah. of America, during the Great Depression, which occurred in the early part of the 20th century, oh, that's when that there was. Yeah. was a lot less money. Oh, <laughs> and that's why people were depressed. People were depressed about that <laughs> fact and also... The economy itself was depressed, if you can imagine uh, such a phenomenon. Because there wasn't enough money in it. Because there wasn't enough money. I mean, money makes the world go round, and in the 30s, it just ran itself into the ground, (laughs) baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's uh, so interesting. I had never heard um, the financial angle of the Great Depression. I just thought people were, you know... Uh, dealing with a lot of mental health issues. Yeah, to hear like the reasons why are really, really helpful for context. Yeah, it's weird how your surroundings can kind of affect you mentally. I think about that a lot. Yeah, mm. me too. It's I would say one of the main things I think about. <laughs> it's up there. What are the uh, things you think about the least? Uh, the ways in which your surroundings don't affect your <laughs> mental health. Yeah, yeah. So can... in the Great Depression, and you were born inside of a studio, of a radio studio. I was born, I've only materialized into a physical form within the past five years. Yeah. So wow. I was simply a sound wave. Uh, boy, I love to speak and make sentences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, as <laughs> a sound wave. my best. Yeah, that's definitely like, that's the first thing you, you first learned how to craft a sentence before you knew what words meant. Yeah, yeah. I went sentences first, and then I went back and figured out uh, these the alphabet words, yeah, yeah and letters. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm and it's been audio things. only. Audio only. You still can't read and write. Ao. <laughs> but you know what all the words mean I when you hear them. I, yeah, I know. I know the words what they mean when I hear them. But uh, that's all I know. All I've needed to know so far, and I've done pretty well for myself. I just bought a bad shed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Con- I wanted to say congrats. Actually, I Thank saw that that on the front page of the New York Times. Yes. And I'm really sorry if our conversation about billionaires was alienating. I mean, we know you are. Uh, you know, one of the wealthier people in in the world. But you know, my secret is what I give it away. Really, every day I give away everything, and you know, <laughs> the thing is, the world loves that, and they just give it right back to me every single day. Yeah. Well, you in fact give it away in exchange for goods. Yes. Yes. So you actually are well, just and, and not buying even to mention things. services. Yeah, goods and services. So in fact, when you say you give it away, you're just kind of purchasing various things. I'm investing the money into services and goods that will benefit me yeah. in the short, middle, and long term. Yeah, and you do that through your philanthropic foundation. Yes, my foundation, which is called the Foundation. Quite <laughs> yeah, simply. and that doesn't sound sinister no, or evil no, at all No, 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 it me. sounds actually very that wholesome. That sounds really good, yeah. yeah. 
It's just, you know, it's transparent. It's just, <laughs> what is this? It's the foundation. What kind yep. of a foundation? Yeah. It's the foundation. What do I, what do you want from me? Yeah, it's who the cares? foundation. Hey, get yeah. off my lawn. <laughs> I'm hey. foundation in here. <laughs> I'm foundation in here. Hey, come on. Yeah, just like yeah. that. And the I, people who have disappeared because they have dared to ask questions about the foundation. I don't one care. One of the weird coincidences i think it's like when people are like like investigating and looking into that i'm like mind your own business right. like it's like like mm. they disappeared because they were they wanted to yeah well they were they were i think they got what they wanted and then they were so embarrassed yeah. that they that they were asking questions it's like that they said you know what i'm gonna kind of retire like the foundation wouldn't do anything nefarious like it's a foundation right it's in the name yeah and like what's like a big cloudy building on a hill gonna do that's bad like just get over it. It's the foundation. It's right. It's like yes, it is floating above the ground in a way that seems um, uh, supernatural. Sure, and but it's like whatever. It's architecture. Yeah, like learn to appreciate art. It's actually buildings. Right. It's are literally anti-intellectual to investigate the disappearances. The disappearances of the people foundation. that have uh, question power in any way. Yeah. Ike, any statement on that? By the way. I just want to clarify that these rumors about disappearances and disappearing. Um, look, the last time I saw something disappear was when I was five years old at the magic show in the uh, auditorium of my <laughs> elementary school, and a rabbit disappeared. So that's that's all I know about disappearing. So I don't know these folks today with the disappearing and saying the disappearing. It's just. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, disappearing should stay in magic and nowhere else. That's been my stand for years. And so I'm against uh, disappearing. That's, you know, disappearing is the opposite of finding, which is the present term, present tense term for found. And that is the foundation. The foundation, foundation would not wow. disappear. I mean, it's inherently anti-foundation to, to disappear. disappear. Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, that's the official statement from the foundation. Thank you so much for that, Ike. Well, you know, wow. I'm really glad that um, that we gave you space to kind of make that <laughs> to make that statement. So maybe we should start the podcast. Yeah. And get into our first segment. Yeah. So this is the Foundation Presents Radio Lab. Where every week we interview Ike doing a different voice as a different character. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, main, uh, the main point is to kind of uh, explore the rich tapestry that is straight culture. And also, in many uh, more concrete ways, not do that at all. Yeah, sort of ignore that and um, do whatever we feel. Yeah, just kind of we're very motivated by the fact that we actually don't ever want to stick to any topic that we decide on. Yeah, because um, at its core, the whole premise of this podcast is like, who cares? Right. So what? Who cares? So what? Get over it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Gay, straight. I don't care. <laughs> so, so our first segment. New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> Drag New Yorkers over here. Hey, hey I'm foundationing over here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now, Ike. Our first and sometimes only segment <laughs> is called Straight Shooters. And it is a segment in which we give you a series of uh, rapid fire questions with two choices to gauge your familiarity with straight culture. But mm -hmm. the twist is 
that that description really makes no sense once we start doing the game. People are often confused and saying, wait, what am I supposed to do? So mm. you, you'll just get A or B, and you have to very quickly say which one you is your favorite or which one you're more drawn to. And we're just going to start immediately. And Sam, you're going to go first. Medical emergency or family emergency? A. Uber or Lyft? B. Tea lights or really small candles? B. The OC or Gossip Girl? A. Harmonize or Dan Harmon's eyes? I'm sorry. Those uh, those are... Uh, I haven't been familiar with many of the words said, but those two... T- <laughs> don't even... <laughs> harmonize. I'll harmonize. <laughs> so, uh, harmonize. 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 Okay. okay. Nike or Adidas? A. Unicycle, bicycle, tricycle, or icicle? Icicle dreams and icicle. Icicle dreaming on a Sunday afternoon. Okay, so icicle. Icicle dreaming. Icicle dreaming with just icicle dreaming on a Sunday afternoon. Okay, so icicle. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Just can't uh, stop. Okay. Newsboy cap or trucker hat? Trucker (laughs) cap. Okay, anxiety or depression? (laughs) Anxiety. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, Chris Pine, or Christina Applegate? Christmas time (laughs) is here. Happiness and cheer. <laughs> um, okay, family plan or pay as you go? Pay as I go, go, go <laughs> oh <my laughs> home God, for wow. Christmas to see my family <laughs> planning for the Christmas dinner. Yes, mm, thank that you. is so <laughs> true. Wow. That was the end of straight shooters. Uh, what do you think the score was? One thousand. Okay. Two hundred. Okay. Fifty six point two three. One of our both highest and lowest yet. Yeah. That's, That's your score. That's what I was aiming for, actually. So I'm uh I'm uh, And I knew that. And that's why I rounded up because thank you. you were a little off, but mm-hmm. I think that Yeah, you were point one. I think the spirit you showed I mean, it's unlike anything we've ever seen before. That actually did change sort of the entire segment. Like, this segment will never be the same now. Yeah. And this segment is beloved among listeners who have snuck into the vault to listen. Mm -hmm. And you absolutely shifted the paradigm. This is what we would call a cultural reset. Mm. (laughs) Icicle dreaming. (laughs) Got my icicles dreaming on a Saturday Okay, not to be like a total George or whatever, but that song's made up, right? As a gold dreamer, yeah. We made up that song, oh, two minutes ago. <laughs> Must have been. Yeah, I remember that days. moment. Yeah, there was a time before that song, and uh, it feels like eons ago now. As a gold dreamer. Okay. All wow. right, I'm back. I'm back. Ike is back, baby. <laughs> back, baby. 
my new hit single, <laughs> Icicle Dreaming. <laughs> it feels good to be back. How are you, Madison Square Garden? Icicle Dreaming. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, yeah, my God. Let's start with the song that brought it all back <laughs> for me in this business. Like, how has Ice School Dreaming changed your life? You wrote it when uh, you were in a very dark place. Oh, you know, I lost all my, you know, uh, the music was changing at that era. Mm. And yeah. And made my living singing. And uh, suddenly people were, you know, wanting to hear a different kind of singing and um you know so i uh, wasn't selling the records anymore uh-huh. and uh, one day i was uh, on a pod <laughs> podcast mm. and, uh, uh-huh. was, uh, straight shooters was <laughs> the name of that segment that changed it all for me <laughs> and i got asked uh, something about icicles and i just started singing Icicles <laughs> dreaming. I love That's that story. So, That's so crazy. That is I, such an amazing story. I think the nation um, will never be the same, but in a good way. Because the nation's yeah. notoriously been really bad, but now it's going to be really good. Mm. Yeah, the nation, the magazine. The leftist magazine, the nation. Because <laughs> yeah, the, when they published that negative review of Icicle Dreaming, <laughs> they immediately went bankrupt. Yeah, because the, the people wouldn't stand for it. They said this is our they new said, national no. anthem. Like, what are you? T- it's like the na- it, people were very disappointed. Yeah, I mean, they lost all credibility when they, they lost all credibility. It's like, well, what even are your politics? Yeah, if you don't like high school dreaming, like, how can we trust your opinions? Mm-hmm. Icicle dreaming is one of those songs that is both universally beloved but also wildly provocative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because the central metaphor is about well, the fact that you're dreaming. It's like, what is reality? Yeah. And then, and then icicles. S- snow. Snow. Go, climate change. Climate change. So it's like, okay, you're dreaming about it. So the implications of the climate change is fake. Yeah. Mm. Well, and it's also sort of a post climate change world because you're dreaming of something that you can only dream about because you can't see it. Yeah. We're like plugged into the matrix. Yeah. We can only dream. Plugged uh, do electric sheep dream of icicles? <laughs> Do electric sheep? There's a Dua Lipa? Dua Lipa. <laughs> Dua Lipa. <laughs> Lipa Dua. And Dua and Dua Lipa's cover I think is horrible. I think she took what you were doing and sort of sucked the spirit out of it. She really did. What do you have to say about that? I thought Dua Lipa was a gibberish word. <laughs> 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 and I was about to just start speaking in uh Dua Lipa? Dua Lipa is a British pop star. Uh, this is amazing. Ike, you come from such a different um, cultural <laughs> but, world. You know, it's so crazy because her cover of Icicle Dreaming is like, every, I mean, when we were on Fire Island. People were really, blasting it. It was like. And it was like. It was like enough. Yeah. Like it was like every day people would be like, put on Dua Lipa's cover of Icicle Dreaming. And it was like, oh, okay. It's like, honestly, though, uh, to, uh, to be fair, when it came on at the underwear party, I was like kind of lifted like i was like this is powerful right i mean now. it's like she made you know icicle dreaming she made it into a a gay anthem but yeah. in the most obvious way possible yeah and in a way that does sort of like cheapen the original exactly message. exactly yeah but yeah i, I wanted to a real uh, person. sorry apologize to dua lipa if i may 
I mean, she should be apologizing to you. To you for Did, taking your song and slaughtering yeah. it. Yeah, but you know, I should have known about Dua Lipa. No. Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dua Lipa. I'm sorry, Dua Lipa. I apologize to you. Okay, it's Thank charting. You. Charting, charting. Are you seeing this? It's charting. It's, it's charting. gone. It's oh, charting. it's gone. <laughs> it's, it's out of the charts. It's out of the charts. Went off the charts. Wow. Wow, and now it's off the charts. Yeah, that's how, that's how the music industry works. One day you're at the mm. top, the next moment you get too high that they actually take you off. Yeah. It is just so crazy that Dua Lipa stole your song from you, and then your apology song to her <laughs> is charting. Yeah, yeah. Well. It, the circle of life. I mean, yeah. and that's what icicle dreaming is about. <laughs> that that's all I have to that's say. That's all I have to say. All, all you, Sam. That's all that needs to be said on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Should we introduce our topic or whatever? Yeah, I think this is a great time to kind of like <laughs> halt any momentum we have. <laughs> okay, wait, are you attacking me right now? Am I being bad? I thought we like kind of reached the end of like our like. No, no, no. no. I, think I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> we spent truly minutes thinking about what we wanted our topic to be today, and we landed on something that I think is actually a very. I would say it's like a platonic platonic ideal of like what an ideal topic for this pod should be. Sam, and do you want to do the honors? Topic is game shows. Game shows. Now, game shows are something I have been aware of for years. There's something that you know they're blasting on TVs across this great nation, and even in other nations. And that's crazy. The international well appeal. globalization is so rampant right now. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been for for um for years. That's crazy. Yeah, that's really crazy. And and yet, who watches these things? I've never heard of anyone watching them. Ike, mm. when I say game show, what do you think of? I think of The Price is Right. Mm. That game show was playing in my house growing up for so many years. Is that true? That is actually a true fact. <laughs> One of the truest things I've said in these past minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. It is a uh, verifiable fact. Actually, uh, I don't know how verifiable it is, but it is a fact. <laughs> how would one even go about verifying it? Is there footage? Um, there is no footage, unfortunately. So we just have to take you at your word. You would have All to right. take me at my word, and then um, I thought you'd have to. You could you could call my family and say, "Is this true?" Right. And, uh, I would hope that they would. And we won't talk about the various people that have disappeared trying to. <laughs> Disprove that you grew up watching The Price is Right. Because Because there are none. There are none. The foundation. And every time someone speaks up, they disappear. Yeah. And sometimes um, it used to be that the nation would report on on (laughs) those people. But then after... Icicle Dreaming. After after their negative review of Icicle Dreaming. And some people have said that the the controversy around the review of Icicle Dreaming was kind of a a way to distract from from the reporting that they were doing on, on... as it was called the disappearance. Yeah. But I don't believe that. Yeah, I fully believe that you grew up watching The Crisis, right? Yeah, and I'll prove it. Oh. It's time for <laughs> everybody's favorite game, Plinko. Yep. Wow. Well, I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, consider me a believer. Consider me a believer. 
<laughs> All right, let's watch that disc go down. Okay, yep, that's that's yeah. that's exactly how that game was played. You know what's crazy? I actually don't know how the game was played. So if you say let's watch that disc go down, I just have to believe you. Ah, that sounds legit. Did the disc go down in that game? I uh, that yeah, feel when the disc goes down. <laughs> that feel when the disc goes down. There's a feeling when the disc goes down. So the down. price is right. The price Huge is for right. You. Yeah. Would Big. you say you are someone who like wanted to be on like when you watched that, did you want to be a part of it? You know, the thing with television. Mm. Yes. Is that uh Ring know, the going off alarm. <laughs> we haven't rang the uh, going off alarm in a while. Yeah. I'm about to uh go off. Yes. <laughs> the thing about uh the tele no, I never imagined myself playing the game show. Yeah. It was enough for me to simply watch it as a spectator at home. That was enough for me. And um for others perhaps it was not enough. Perhaps they were the ones who went to the studio and decided to be on the game show. But for me, it was just enough to sit down in my living room and watch it from time to time. I wanted to be on them. Not because I'm not like as a goal, not like, oh, I, it's my life's dream to be on this. But it's like if I watch it, I'm like, OK, well, now I want to do it. You know, it's hard for me to just watch and enjoy. Mm. Yeah. I never wanted to be on game shows, but I don't want to be on reality shows. Like if I would watch like the real world when I was young. See, that really that terrified me a- because I was like, well, I don't want people to have like, no, I'm like having sex. Oh, yes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Ike, did you growing up want people to know you were having sex? As a child, did mm. you want people to know As a you? small child. As a small child. Sitting in front of the TV having sex to Price is Right, did you want people to know? I must confess, um, bicycle dreaming. <laughs> bicycle dreaming. Ike, I can't help but notice you're evading the question. <laughs> I have never evaded a question in my <laughs> life. Fact check, true. One hundred percent. Snopes. Yeah, what is it? And that was yeah, Snopes. that was our sponsor, Snopes, <laughs> which has recently been acquired by the foundation. Snopes is gonna be uh set. Snopes is set for a while. Yeah, yeah let's just say that. <laughs> Uh, but to answer the question that was posed to me, and uh, I and I uh, do want to answer it, is that um, I did, you know, not, uh, you know, what was the question again? I forgot. And you know what? That's that. You know, did, have you guys? It's like I mean, they, I do know what the question was. Me it too. was when you were a child, did you want people to know you were having sex? Ah, yes, yes. Well, you know, as a child, I wasn't having sex, you know. Well, wow. as a child, simple enough not, answer. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one time I, I auditioned to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Have you really? guys done that? Yeah, because people here are like, actually, if you like even get to like a certain level, they give you $2,000, like in the casting. So I was like, it's like a way for people to make money. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, and so I was like, well, I need two thousand dollars. I'll go audition. And then I got to like the interview portion or whatever, and didn't get it. Homophobia. I honestly was like, like trying to be like, ham it up a little and yeah. be like, bitch, sure. slay. <laughs> and they were like, no, 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 no. They were no. 
but you know i don't think they could they could smell you know sort of my subversive energy and they thought oh he's going to come in here and sort of disrupt who wants to be a millionaire from the inside and we can't have that he's one of those protesters that are <laughs> protesting the people who disappeared re- looking into the foundation <laughs> they could tell you were going to kind of like take your shirt off and then in blood it would be like what is the what truth is the, what is the truth find the truth what is the foundation what is the foundation <laughs> learn more here <laughs> and then there's actually a link on your physical like stomach you that click. people can click on now uh, i remember when uh millionaire first debuted back, me back in uh this must have been 1999 or 98 i don't think it was 97 it also could have been the year 2000. Wow. It was a phenomenon. It was a huge It was hit. a huge hit, yeah. Like, not to, like, put you on the absolute spot, but part of me just feels like you can do a Regis. Is that incorrect? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Regis, Regis, Regis. Well, here's what I would do if I had to do a Regis and my life depended on it. Yeah, if there if there was a gun in the room, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was pointed in your general dis- direction, which let's say for the sake of narrating this, there isn't currently one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you had to do it, or else the computer would fire it because the mm-hmm. computer is the one in charge. Mm-hmm. I see. But let's. That's our computer, Rachel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, uh, hey, everybody, watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Tuesday nights at 8, 7 central, only on ABC. Wow. wow. Rachel, put, Rachel, the Rachel put the gun down. Or don't put the gun down if you catch my drift, because there <laughs> Oh, there isn't, isn't one. Yeah, and Rachel's just our intern. <laughs> Regis Philbin here. How many times? I think that was his catchphrase. Just Regis Philbin here? Regis <laughs> Philbin <times>? here. <laughs> yeah, and then people would say it with him, Regis <laughs> Philbin here. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Regis <laughs> Philbin here. Oh, people went absolutely <laughs> wild for that. <laughs> that catchphrase. I remember people wore T-shirts to school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being like, Regis Philbin Regis here. Regis here, yeah. I'm just Regis Philbin here. <laughs> What is just he here. would do entire. He would sell out stadiums and do uh, and do tours, and he would just go and say, "Regis Philbin Regis here," Philbin and then everyone would just kind of go around. It was almost like the wave, but people were saying Regis Philbin here, just round and round. Uh, you know, you know what? what? It was the nineties. Everything was crazy. It was a different baggy time. pants, Nirvana, Regis Philbin here. Yeah, I mean, he opened for Nirvana. That was so cool in uh, nineteen ninety nine after Kurt Cobain's death. <laughs> There was a hologram. Anyway. Anyway, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Well, it was a, it was a, it was a confident statement. It was a statement of yes, world. Here I am. Me, I'm here. <laughs> I count. I matter. We just filled it <laughs> here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Do you guys think? I just think the the title "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire" was always kind of fun. Like asking. I know. Yeah. It. It. Is it reference? Okay, this is me again being like, is it fake or is it real? <laughs> is it referencing anything, or did that in like, or it's just a fun question? Who wants to be a millionaire? Is um, there something else in the past that was like, who wants to be something else that they are referencing? <laughs> are there any historians in the room that would know? Well, I do know that um, 
Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the US version, was based on a version in the UK from years prior, and so there was that precedent there. Wow, Dr. Thompson, thank you so much. Yes, it's great to be here, and I'm glad I get to talk about uh, game shows here, and I... uh, don't know if there was anything before the UK version that would have influenced the title of the show in question, but um, yeah, that's all I have to say, really. Ah! Sorry, <laughs> sorry, we were so moved by that <laughs> historical statement that um, we spilled our water, and by we, I mean George spilled his water, and I was trying to like that was take sort of the... that was Bustafer Thompson from the University of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Um, who actually just dropped in? It's so it's always really great when we have a drop in guest. Yeah, that actually is our first drop in. Yeah. Well, we had John well, people drop, drop in, in all the time, but we turn them away. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. was the first drop in guest. Is that what you just say? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, write that down <laughs> in your history books. Well, I will. I've always <laughs> wanted to uh, create a red letter date in history, and I it appears I have. It appears I have. <laughs> It, it really appears, appears you have. I have. <laughs> it appears I have. Am I right? I'm going to have to say, it appears you have. It appears now that's I a catchphrase. <laughs> well, it appears I have. <laughs> Regis yeah. Philbin here, it appears I have. <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you need for a whole evening of entertainment. Those two statements. Those two statements. <sighs> yeah. The weakest link. The weakest oh, link. What a can of worms. Wow. I mean, do we even want to go there? We, there is no turning back. That Ooh, yeah. That show. Do you want to know something about that show? Yes. I have only ever watched the Greek version. Please. Who was the host? What were they like? It was like, I assume the American version was like this um, as well. To explain, I went to high school in Greece, so I so ah. I, have, I have a lot of cultural uh, gaps <laughs> because of that. Uh, but I think that it's funny because uh, at a certain period of time, you would have had no cultural. You would have been. You would have leveled up on the cultural aspect. Right, but but now we live in an era where only America creates culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. tough. But something it's true. a lot of people don't think about. Yeah. Hey, happy to be here, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm so glad I came back. I mean, Greece is just like a cultural wasteland. No history. No history. No, no culture. History. Well, they're they're really people. Uh, don't even you see th- you know they you really s- rest on their laurels. They rest on their laurels, and that's a phrase created by Americans. Americans on American culture. Yeah, yeah. It's about <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> but uh, the host was I. I would imagine with all these things, it's modeled after the American version. So I. It, is the was the American host kind of like rude and mean? Yeah, she was like a British lady who like dommed all the right exactly. So that's what it was like. <laughs> that's what it was like in in the Greek version too. Um, People were obsessed with that British lady, but like really for like one year. Like it was like yeah. you get one year, and everyone was like, she's gonna be the biggest thing for like the next century, and then she and had then one Super Nanny comes along. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bye, bitch. Takes her their own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What, what? What? I'm sorry. What was the question? I was uh, sipping on tea. I and can't then help but notice you're evading questions again. Tea? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was that statement? 
Ike doesn't know Dua Lipa. I'm not sure if he'll know Sips Tea. Sips Tea. Sips Tea. <laughs> I've heard it's of kind of spil- like spilling tea. Yeah, no, Sips Tea is kind of like. Oh, you just said something inflammatory, and now you're just sipping your tea like you're uh, bothered. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's what I was doing exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now Sam's question was: <laughs> That is very sips tea. That is very. You are you sipping, are sipping the tea. <laughs> Excuse me, I was just sipping some tea. <laughs> oh my just god, sipping tea. Wait, can I? Can I? Um, when when I ask you this question right afterwards, can you just sip a lot of tea? Sure. So, Ike, um, I did want to, before this podcast is over, I wanted to ask. I, I can't help but notice a lot of people have been disappearing from the foundation. Do you have anything you want to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Hmm. Ah. Sorry, just sipping on some tea. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well, Ike... This could not have gone better. <laughs> it's one of those verifiable facts. <laughs> yeah, call any fact checker you know. We have Snopes with <laughs> us today. Snopes is here. The foundation presents Snopes. <laughs> um, this is unquestionably the biggest hit podcast we've ever done. 100%. I think... After this podcast, we're going to have to sort of restructure because people are going to want more and more and more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is our born this way. And then the next one, they're gonna we're going to do art pop and we're absolutely going to fucking flop because we're going to be trying <laughs> to reach this high. It's very true. And and I and I already know. Who do you think our guests will be for the art pop era? Vomit artist. Vomit artist. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually going to do a five-part series that's just vomit. Ar- a very in-depth interview with the vomit artist with no bits. And then she can add it to her website. And she can add it to her website. (laughs) Um, Should we do our final seg? I think it's time. Like the final segment, um, which I think you're absolutely going to freak for. Mm. It's our both second and final segment um, is (laughs) called shout outs. And, uh, you know, sort of in the style of imagine you're with your squad at TRL. It's 2002 and you're shouting out to... You know, something you love, a person, place, concept, thing, idea, and just absolutely go for it. Um, we will go first. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is I actually don't have anything at this moment. I don't either. And, and that is I, really interesting. <laughs> because we started this and I was like, yeah, 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 you get it, you get it, you get it, you get it. And then I was like, wait a minute. I have no ideas. I have one. Can you go first? Yeah. Hey listeners, just want to give a really big shout out to Megabus. Uh, I have been taking various short trips recently on a dime and buying bus tickets less than 24 hours in advance. And I just think it's so cool when I enter a bus, everything is sticky and there is no Wi-Fi. And then I go into the bathroom and there is hand sanitizer that makes me dirtier. I think it's so fucking rad and I cannot get enough. Woo! That was beautiful. And another ad. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, wait. I have one that's also transit related. Okay. What's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the sandwich place above Penn Station. Um, I got a turkey sandwich from there that I was pretty sure was going to be bad, and then I put off eating it for, like, three hours because I was, like, not really craving it and, like, hoping something better came along in my life, but I did pay $13 for it, and I ate this sandwich, and it was good! 
This turkey sandwich was beyond anything I expected. I couldn't make this turkey sandwich if I dreamed of it and uh, or attempted it in real life. Turkey sandwiches are often plain and boring, and this one was to die for. I love this sandwich. Woo! Sam, the idea that after our entire segment about ham, you would go <laughs> and endorse a turkey sandwich. In front of our guest, Regis Feldman, Regis. who is trying to promote his ham curing <laughs> company that uh, oh, oh, who, uh, that he only cures for himself out of the studios of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I mean, it's frankly just cruel. Regis, I want to sincerely apologize. I When I mentioned my turkey sandwich, it was not meant to be offensive to your ham business, and I'm really sorry if that hurt your feelings. Well, you know, here's the thing about ham, is that... After you eat Here it, he goes. you are able to withstand anything, including hearing about turkey. Turkey. Turkey Thanksgiving. Well, thank you, Regis. That makes me feel better. And I think that's also a really good advertisement for your ham. So I think we've succeeded on multiple fronts. And now I would say for the last... Two birds, one stone. <laughs> Regis does it again. <laughs> Another one of your iconic catchphrases. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Regis does it again. Now, I think for our last shout out, I would say any of our three guests, Ike, Regis, or Bustifer. Or JFK. Even. Or JFK. Any of our four guests can <laughs> take it on. So so we leave it up to you guys. We do only have time for one shout out, but it can be any one of you. Uh, okay. Um, well, you know, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one as me. Okay, wow, beautiful. It's, uh, really close to the heart, and uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, the great state of Texas. Mm. Texas gave me my start in life. It's where I was born. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at the truth, but I was born in Texas, and I grew up there. I did a lot of living there before I moved up here. And if there's one thing about the Texas spirit that remains with me throughout all these many years I've been on planet Earth, it's this. When you wake up in the morning and you feel like getting out of bed, you just go ahead and get on out of bed. Because life is too short to wake up and stay in bed. You gotta stand up on your own two high hand, high hind, gotta stand up on your high hind legs. Hind legs? Stand up, stand up on my... Uh, anyway, um, just wanted to say thanks for inviting uh, me here, and uh, I hope I shouted enough out. Woo! Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now that's wow. a shout-out. No, that is actually a shout-out in a way that I've never seen. No, in the many years of doing this pod. That... I, I just want to say thank you for doing the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, we brought you into this uh, room and with very little information and just said, hey, try to have fun out there. And whatever you do, don't say anything incriminating about the foundation. And mm. you nailed it, both of those things. And, you know, I would say, and we talked about this before, you're the first guest that we've had on that I hadn't really met before and didn't know much about and I feel like after doing this I in fact know even less about <laughs> you than I did in the beginning that is uh, not an uncommon sentiment or feeling and uh, there are groups that uh, meet to uh, <laughs> to discuss yes right that phenomenon because it is 
Uh, it is disconcerting, so there's support out there for you. Don't worry. Thank you, Ike. Yes. Well, uh, listeners, if you're confused, there is support. And there is support. We're not going to actually go into that any further, but there is support. There, just no. Just no. This <laughs> this episode is sponsored by the idea of support being out there. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if we're not going to do all the work yeah, for like, you. If like, you're looking do the work for yourself. support, it is out there. Just know it's out there. Maybe and that if, helps. And if you're not seeking it out, it's like, well... Okay. You no, know, do like that's fine. Yeah, it's fine, but it's also like seek it out. It's both fine and not fine. It's fine. Support is out there. Just seek it out. Seek <laughs> treatment. No. <laughs> seek support. You've been listening to seek. Support. Don't seek treatment. Seek support. <laughs> One of the worst things you can do is seek treatment, which is why you have to seek support. <laughs> Well, that's our pod. I'd like to give a big shout out to NBC for producing it. Um, thank you to the foundation. Thank you to the foundation for um, letting us live another day. And let's and if we said anything that would piss you guys off, oh my god, who is who, who's coming in? Oh my god, we're being dragged out. <laughs> Wait, call, no, call, call the police! Okay, I mean, they support. own the police. The foundation owns the police. <laughs>